Hello and welcome to All About Business, the podcast on the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish content to share with the world. The opinions expressed in this episode are mine. Please enjoy the show. All About Business, the podcast, with your host, Prithvi, and a guest. We will be hearing from him in segment three, so stay till the end if you want to hear his opinions and views on today's topic. Speaking of today's topic, in this episode of All About Business, the podcast, we discuss what is real estate, how it works, and what areas have the potential to grow in value. Let's head on to our first segment, What is Real Estate? For our first segment, I will discuss real estate and give a brief overview on the different types and categories of real estate. Real estate is basically a property that consists of land that has both man-made buildings and natural resources on it. Uh, A real estate business buys, sells, manages, or invests in real estate properties. There are five main types of real estate. Residential. Uh, This refers to any property that is used for housing. Um, This includes family homes, cooperatives, duplexes, and condos. Uh, For example, like the house you live in right now or an apartment, that is basically uh, a residential property. Uh, Then we have commercial. Uh, Commercial real estate basically refers to any property that is exclusively used for business purposes. This includes uh, uh, apartment complexes, gas stations, grocery stores, hospitals, hotels, offices, parking facilities, restaurants, shopping centers, stores, and theaters. If you can purchase goods or services there, then it's basically a commercial property. Um, Then we have industrial uh, real estate. This basically refers to all land uh, or lands that can accommodate or hold industrial-sized activities. Um, these activities can include like manufacturing, uh, producing, uh, distributing, uh, storing, research, researching or development. Um, and they also include like factories, power plants, warehouses. Uh, so like an example of this would be like Amazon warehouses or distribution centers, um, or like factories that can produce, uh, uh, that produce power, like uh, gasoline, diesel, uh, or like even Elon Musk's, um, Tesla factories, they produce cars. That's, that's just a couple examples of industrial real estate. Um, another, uh, one is raw land. So this is just land that's, that hasn't been developed or is just like agricultural land, like farms, ranches, uh, or timberlands. Um, they are significantly cheaper and they require no property insurance, um, but it's hard to generate income on its own. Uh, you can sell raw land for a decent profit. It's like extremely hard to get a, like a decent amount of profit because the land itself stays the same unless you develop it more. So that's why it's a lot cheaper uh, than property uh, where buildings 
or actual natural resources uh, are there. And finally, there's special use real estate. Properties that are used by the public, like cemeteries, government buildings, libraries, parks, places of worship, and schools. Uh, and that is uh, the end of our first segment. I gave a brief overview of uh, the main types of real estate. And let's head on to segment two. How does real estate work? discussing how to invest in real estate, what risks are associated with it, but also what rewards you could acquire if you invest in it. So uh, basically, if you buy like a property for let's say 200,000, you wait a couple months or years and sell it for 400,000, you make a decent profit uh, of around 200,000. But why were you able to sell uh, it for 200,000 more? Because the value of the property increased property value uh, or real estate uh, value always is increasing, decreasing, and fluctuating. Uh, I mean, so that basically means that maybe you buy a property right now for 100000 uh, In a couple months or so, if so the real estate market goes downhill, your property loses value. You could lose 25000 50000 or even less or more, depending on how much the market is fluctuating. You could also gain a lot of money, like you would gain a couple thousand, like 20,000, uh, 30,000. The value can increase um, if the market fluctuates. It, a lot of it depends on like the supply and demand. So if you buy real estate in an area where there's not a lot of um, houses, new houses, and there's like a limited supply and people really wanna uh, live there, then you have to create supply for it so it can meet the demand. So when you're trying to invest in real estate, um, I'll talk a little bit more of it, about this later, but if you're trying to invest in real estate, you should really look for real estate in areas where there's a limited supply of like a land or a specific type of real estate. Um, I'll explain more of this later on. Um, so let's uh, get on to like a few different ways of investing in real estate. One way is to buy a rental property. Uh, you could buy a residential or commercial property which you rent out to small businesses, companies, or people who just want to uh, have a home temporarily. You can also invest in REIT stocks or a real estate stock. Uh, REITs are a specialized company that own, operate, manage, or otherwise acquire income from real estate assets. You can invest in real estate stocks, mutual funds, or ETFs if you would rather invest in a portfolio rather than a single REIT. This is like another way of earning passive income. You don't have to be fully involved. All you have to do is invest your money in like the REITs or a real estate stock. And it's a lot safer uh, than, other, than a couple other uh, ways to invest in real estate that I'm about to mention. Uh, and it's a great way to make uh, money. Another way of investing in real estate, uh, this one uh, is a very popular method if you haven't seen it uh, before, um, is to fix and flip a house. Fixing and flipping a house refers to buying a home, fixing it, and selling it for a quick profit. It has, been, it, it has become really popular through the help of several TV shows on the topic. 
a lot of money can be made in uh, this real estate investment, but only if it's done properly. There are many risks involved in flipping houses, like unexpected repairs, uh, problems, and expenses. You would also have to put a lot of work into flipping a house. It's more of a job, and if you want to be a passive investor, I wouldn't recommend it. Building a new home on spec is another way of investing in real estate. It basically means building a house from scratch. It can be a great investment in an area with a limited supply of new homes. It can, in some ways, be less risky than flipping a house because you don't have to worry about unexpected repairs and you have a better idea of what it will cost. Some downsides of building a new house are it's more time-consuming and because of the long time, market fluctuations can occur, meaning the area or property can lose value or demand quickly. So if, you really, if, you, if you're considering building a new home from spec and selling it, I would make sure that you have extra income coming in uh, on, for, in case of the off chance that this, this challenge or this, um, this obstacle does occur. A couple risks or cons uh, to investing in real estate is that it requires a lot of money. So, like you're, so you're trying to invest in like a home or sell, selling a home, fixing a home, building a home, whatever. It requires thousands of dollars possibly even millions, depending on uh, what type of home you're building, where you're building it, uh, and how much you want to sell it for, or how much of a profit you want to make. Um, for th in this case, buying a rental property, uh, fixing and flipping a home, building a new home on spec, these are the most expensive real estate investments, if you're like an individual. Uh, for a corporation, it may be different, because you're not spending your own money, you're spending the corporation's money, and you're buying multiple houses at the same time or multiple properties at the same time. So that's a different story. But individually, you would require a lot of money to invest in real estate. It can also take a lot of time. Um, buying, a new, buying a rental property uh, may not take as much time if you buy in a very high demand area uh, where people uh, are trying to uh, live uh, and there's like a low there's a low or a limited supply of residential properties. Uh, and it can also take a lot of time to build a new home on spec. Um, because like I've already said uh, previously, um, you have, it, like it takes a lot, it's time consuming basically. Um, and you need a lot of money, you need builders. They have to build, they have to literally take the whole property, they have to dig, they have to put in power lines, they have to put in pipes. They have to build from the ground up. That's why it takes a lot of time. Uh, fixing and flipping home, a home shouldn't take that much time, considering you have to, you have to fix it within a couple weeks, like two months, three months or so, and make a quick profit, uh, and sell it for a quick profit uh, in order to make money. It's a long-term investment, uh, depending on what type of real estate you're investing in. So if you're building a new home, that's a long-term investment. If you're renting, it's a long-term investment. Um, if you're investing in stocks, it could be a long-term investment. Um, so, like, making that type of money isn't going to happen in a couple weeks. It's not going to happen in a month or so. It could take uh, a couple months. It could, it could even take years. Um, real estate, investing in real estate can also be very problematic. There's, the market's constantly fluctuating. Uh, the, prop the value of your property could go up and down within a matter of weeks or months. 
And if you're trying to build a new home, uh, costs can go up quickly, values can drop down quickly. Uh, fixing and flipping a house can also be very problematic. Like I've already mentioned, there can be unexpected problems or expenses that you might have to um, pay up for. There are also many unique risks. Uh, building a new home uh, probably can lose value quickly. Um, fixing and flipping home, unexpected problems. Um, Airbnb, uh, maybe the people who would stay at your home or residence during uh, the time you rent it out may uh, like trash up to home. They might um, like destroy all the furniture and it's hard to like get that back. You'd have to take them to court uh, and all just go through all that problem. And then at that point, like all the expenses might not even be worth it at that point. Um, and, and that's pretty much all the unique risks. With, but with all these risks, why why should we invest in real estate, you may be thinking? It's because there are so many rewards and pros to investing in real estate. Real estate appreciates over time. Even though the market will fluctuate up and down, the value of real estate will be constantly appreciating or building equity or uh, increasing in value. Because as more and more people start to seek out property for businesses, uh, industrial purposes, residential purposes, and so on, there's, there'll be a more demand uh, as time goes on. And that's why real estate will constantly appreciate value um, or, or appreciate over time. Another uh, pro to investing in real estate is that it provides steady cash flow. Like once you invest in real estate, uh, it becomes more of passive income, depending on like what type of real estate invest you invest in. And it can bring in a steady cash flow. So suppose like you rent, you invest in rental property. Uh, you get uh, you get paid monthly, uh, like a certain amount of uh, cash. So you you have a steady flow of cash. You know how much you're gonna get every month, and you know much you know how much you're gonna have to pay. You know much you know how much you're gonna have to um, get. Like you can you can even increase the price of your rental property if you require more more money. Um, real estate also builds equity. Uh, and it also gives you more control. Like if you're investing in a real estate property, you have a lot more control because you're the one who's investing in it. You're the one who's providing the money for it if uh, as an individual. And it provides a hedge against inflation. So inflation is basically when um, money is being pumped into the market. So uh, the prices uh, of goods increase like suppose you're trying to buy suppose you want to buy some bread uh, now it would probably be like one two three dollars depending but if inflation occurs then it could be four to five dollars in the future uh, it's essentially the same price you get paid the pre uh, you get paid more not really but you get paid more so that you can uh, accommodate to the prices like bread or other goods but real estate uh, kind of provides a hedge against that. You don't essentially lose money. In some cases, you might even make more uh, during inflation. And that is the end of segment two. Uh, I basically discussed how real estate works and how to invest in it. Let's head on to segment three and talk about what areas have potential of increasing in value in the future.
DHS student. He has experience and has connections in real estate. Our guest for today, Fayoun. Hey, Prithvi. We will be talking about where to buy real estate and what areas have the highest potential to have high returns in the future. So, Fayoun, do you know any places where people should invest in real estate uh, now? Uh, yeah, there's uh, quite a few places, you know, the continual increase places like California, New York City, of course, if you have money. And there's also new places that are popping up like Colorado, which have seen a, quite a large increase in uh, in their real estate value. So why do you think Colorado has increased in value or why do you think these areas will increase? Well, um, let's start with Colorado first. Colorado has started to become an increase because it's almost become like this new Florida. A lot of elderly people and retired people are moving there. Uh, it's got a, like a low income tax. It's got low uh, taxes. It's it's a it's a conservative state. You know, you've got you're going to get low taxes there. And also, it's almost like a contrast to Florida. It's more cooler weather while Florida, some people say it's quite hot and humid. So, you see places like these that are becoming the new places because Florida is becoming either too cramped or too overpopulated. And you want, you know, you want a more secluded area. And Colorado seems the new place for these people. So, do you know anyone in real estate, personally speaking? Uh, yeah, I have a friend. Uh, he works in real estate. He he, it's like more of his like sideline hustle, but he does a lot in it. He most he lives in New Jersey, but he buys a lot in Pennsylvania because of the low income, t- uh, because of the low property taxes, and that plays a huge significant factor on uh, how much profit you're gonna make. And uh, he buys mostly low-income houses because there's always going to be a consumer market for that. And he buys multiple of them. He sells. Uh, he gives them at rent. Uh, people live in them. And uh, since and he doesn't have to worry about running out of uh, consumers because their low-income consumers will always be there. So basically, like limited supply, high demand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what category of real estate do you think will become more profitable in the future? Well, what you were talking about in the previous uh, segment, you were talking about the five categories of uh, real estate. Uh, and the other four categories, other than residential, will always steadily increase over the years. They won't have like a high profit margin because those are places are more for specific use. You've got, seg- you've got like these houses that are just used for commercial or industrial use but residential will always be a place that people will always go for because you always have to live somewhere right so places like as expensive new york or in the middle of kansas will always have somebody trying to invest and create residential properties for people to live in because there will always be a consumer especially because the world uh their population is increasing quite a lot yeah, I'd agree as well. Uh, like overpopulation is already happening in a few countries, and as the population of the world grows, uh, like more houses, more residential places will be needed. I yeah, agree. Yeah. Um. So, do you think you would want to invest in real estate in the future? Well, here's what I usually say: that the line of thinking is that real estate is like a very good market to start in if you don't want to go into stocks the stocks you know they can be volatile there's a risk there but real estate it'll continue to grow because of what country we live in we don't live in a third world country where you know the real estate market can jump between places on whether there's a war or not you know so uh but in america we've got the privilege of having a continuous growth in our real estate markets wherever you live Again, if you live in the middle of New York City or in the middle of nowhere in Kansas. So 
this continual rise is always going to be a very safe market for people. And if you really want to start investing and grow your assets, always start in real estate. Stocks, great place to, you know, make a quick buck essentially. But, you know, real estate is the best place to continue to grow your revenue. Uh, I would agree it is a, a, a safe compared to other markets. But do you think there are still some risks? Of course, of course. If Again, like I was talking about third world countries, but, you know, people won't really invest in that. So I'll talk about a different risk. Uh, one risk especially is, well, Hong Kong. Hong Kong has an increasing market because, but because of how many people live there. And but the thing is, it's very, very, very crowded. A majority of the population lives in almost like small, small houses. They're probably the size of a few people's closets here. And um, those houses are continuing to like flood into the richer areas of Hong Kong where there's our mansions. And those places are starting to get removed. I think it's called Victoria Street, where a lot of the mansions are, and those places are starting to get removed for more industrial and more uh, apartment style, apartment style uh, residential areas. And so those places, if you invest in those, those are kind of going into a decline. So what you really want to do is you want to see the market, see where it's going, and see where the place you're buying into. If you're buying in New York City, you want to invest into an apartment. You don't want to invest into a house because you know while that market is going to be really, really rare, but there's not going to be a lot of consumers for that because your house is not going to be in downtown New York where a lot of people are going to go for work. It's going to be on the outskirts near Bronx or Queen. So basically, if, you, if you're trying to invest in real estate, you want to invest in a place that has high demand. You know, you don't want to put, put, invest in like a place that has low demand uh, or in a place that's more remote where not many people want to invest in. Exactly. And there's a lot of factors. There's schooling, like whether or not the schools districts are good, whether or not it's close to people where they work, especially in New Jersey, you'll have a lot of people living here because they want to go to New York City. So it's all about that. Yeah. Like you're saying, supply and demand. So uh, thank you, Bayoun, for your time, your opinions and very helpful views on this segment and this subject. Uh, and thank you to the listeners for giving your time uh, to listen in on this episode. Uh, I'll see you guys next time. Peace.